Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. I want you to open your Bible with me to Psalm 75. And then I want you to look up here. We're going to be reading actually in two places today. I just got to get a little bit set up here. And as you're... As uh, we're getting ready and the choir's making their way down, I, I think about looking back on 2017, last sermon of the year, last day of the year. And as we look back on 2017, 2017 was clearly and definitely a year of shakings. So many shakings. This was a year of shakings literally at every level of our culture, of our society. It was shaking, shaking, shaking everywhere. There was political shaking in our country. The moment that the, that the uh, uh, inauguration or the, the, should I say, the, the, the election was solved, the, the de determined, and then the inauguration, our country has been very polarized. I haven't seen it like this uh, since I've been you know, alive. I mean, I, w I was a kid during the 60s, but this has been an amazing year to watch. We've had geopolitical shakings, incredible unrest all over the world. Even nuclear threat has, uh, has been on the horizon. You know, conflict with North Korea and, and just other places. There have been shakings of all types. There's been cultural shakings. Hollywood has been shaken. Incredible. The movie stars of our day have been fired right in front of everyone. Like, who would think that Hollywood would be talking about sexual immorality? It's been a year of shakings. Incredible. Natural shakings. California fires. Hurricanes. It's been a year of shaking. Shaking here, shaking there. It's been all over the place. And now the important thing about, uh, about us as the people of God when it comes to these shakings is that we need to know that shakings are ordered by the Lord. And when you think about shakings being ordered by the Lord, part of what's supposed to happen and part of what God wants to take place even today is God wants to impact not just our hearts today, but he wants to impact our perspective. God wants to talk to us today and help us to look back on 2017. And then he also wants to help us to look forward uh, to 2018. But with his eyes, not the eyes of the world, not the way people look at these shakings, but the way he looks at these shakings. And so... Um, there are some incredible blessings and lessons. God uses shakings in this, uh, 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 on the planet. He uses shakings, first of all, to speak to this world. Second of all, to teach us lessons. And thirdly, to demonstrate his faithfulness. So we're going to read in two different places, one in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. And I want, to, I want us to really listen closely and then ask God to open our eyes at a whole new level. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Psalm 75. It begins with, we praise you, God. We praise you for your name is near. People tell of your wonderful deeds. You say, I choose the appointed time. It is I who judge with equity. When the earth, here's a key verse, when the earth and all its people quake or shake, it is I who hold its pillars firm. To the arrogant I say, boast no more. And to the wicked, do not lift up your horns. Do not lift up your horns against heaven. Do not speak so defiantly. No one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt themselves. It is God who judges. He brings one down 
he exalts another. In the hand of the Lord is a cup full of foaming wine mixed with spices. He pours it out and all the wicked of the earth drink it down to its very dregs. As for me, everyone say as for me. I love this. As for me, hallelujah, I will declare this forever. I will sing praise to the God of Jacob who says I will cut off the horns of the wicked but the, but the horns of the righteous, let's say these four words together, ready, will be lifted up. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise God. The horns of the righteous will be lifted up. Now, Hebrews chapter 12, look at this. The Bible says, at that time, his voice shook the earth but now he has promised once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The word once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. How many know the kingdom of God cannot be shaken? When we look back, the kingdom of God cannot be shaken. Hallelujah. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. And so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. Hallelujah. Could we praise our mighty king today? Hallelujah. He's the king of the unshakable kingdom. His kingdom is unshakable. Hallelujah. No matter how much shaking goes on down here. And there is a whole lot of shaking going on. I said that last service and only a few laughed. If you laugh, that means, like me, you're kind of old, right? <laughs> the youngins don't really know about that, but it's nice to be with you there. So, Now, before we get into this, and I want to pray, a major part of walking by faith is learning how to live by faith when times are shaking. And part of what the Lord wants to do for us, even today, is not just touch our hearts, but he wants, uh, he wants to also open our eyes. He wants to help us look back on 2017 the right way. And he wants us to look forward to 2018 the right way in light of who he is, the God whose kingdom is unshakable. It's so good. The Bible says there's no shadow of turning with him. Aren't you thankful that he never takes his eye off of you? He never takes his eye off of us. He's faithful. He's unshakable. Christian was talking about it. We can be faithless. But how many know even when we're faithless, God is faithful? Amen. Amen. So I want to pray that God today would open our eyes. Yes, I want him to touch our hearts, but I want to pray that God would really open our eyes and give us divine perspective, godly perspective, so that we can go, into, go out of the year and go into the next year in a way that is honoring and glorifying to him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. God, I thank you for all of the people in this building. Thank you, Lord, that we could be together. Thank you, Lord, as we look back. We're here because you're faithful. And God, we pray that you would speak to us. We pray that you would teach us. We don't want to have church, Lord. We want an encounter with you. We don't want to just hear a sermon. We want to be impacted by a message. We want to be changed. 
So Lord, I pray that you would open our eyes today. Let today be a day when you open our eyes, not just as we look back, but also as we look forward. Let us walk forward in 2018 with our eyes open to your kingdom, to your power, to your love and your glory. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time that we could spend together. Bless this message in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen, amen and amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So what we're going to do now is look for the next few moments at what the Bible teaches us about these times of shaking. And I love the way it begins. In a lot of ways, this is kind of a sandwich psalm because of this. You'll see what I mean in a moment. But the first thing the Bible teaches us here is that times of shaking, times of shaking should be met with praise. The world doesn't meet time. That was a good moment for an amen, but that's okay. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. You're focused. So I love that. And uh, times of shaking should be met with praise because we see what other people don't see. Okay? So because the psalmist could see what other people didn't see, okay, they weren't wringing their hands, okay, this psalm opens with praise and it closes with praise. You know, this psalm teaches us to sandwich all of the shakings of our life with praise. It says, we praise you, God. We praise you for your name is near. Now, when the Bible says your name is near, it's not just talking about his name, but what it's talking about is the fullness of God. Because in the name of God, Jesus is the Savior. He's the Messiah. His name in the Old Testament was Jehovah Jireh, the great provider. The name of God represented the presence of God and the power of God. It re represented all of who he is. And the Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. And so when you think about shakings, we can praise God because we have the name of Jesus. He said, come in the name of Jesus. And how many know, all year long, Jesus was there for us every step of the way. It may have been a challenging year, but how many know if you're here, it's because Jesus was there every step of the way and we praise him. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord, we praise you. There's a wisdom to celebrating the manifest presence and power of God. There's a wisdom. There's a wisdom to looking at all of the good things that happened in 2017. Some people can only focus on the negative things of 2017. Not good. Not good. What we need to do is look at all of the ways that he cared for us. And as you look back on all of the blessings of God, celebrate his presence, celebrate his power. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is a faithful. We were singing faithful you are, faithful forever you will be. God has been faithful. Look, we're here. We ate food. Everyone had, had heat last night. Hopefully, amen, we praise God for his faithfulness. He's been faithful. It's, it, there is something I've been telling people, you know, if they ask, uh, um, what, what have you, what was this year like? Well, this year was, uh, was not the easiest year. And um, I can't really look back on a year in a long time that I thought was the easiest year. But I feel like this year, one of the things the Lord was teaching me is twofold. Number one, the Lord has been teaching me to be happy in Jesus no matter what happens. Second thing is the Lord is teaching me to practice expressing my gratitude to him. I think it's reflective of the great people of God throughout history. They had good times and bad times, ups and downs. But the psalmist said... I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. 
The Lord was near in 2017. I want to declare to you, the Lord was near in 2017. It was his mercy that got us to this point. We may have had some rough stuff, but he was there anyway. The Lord was near, the Lord was near, and so we praise him. We thank him. In the good times, in the bad times, he is faithful. And God uses all things to work together for our good. And sometimes we're in a process and God is taking us through a process that we need to go through. Just know God doesn't take you through a process that you don't need. He only takes you to a, through a process that you do need. God doesn't waste time. He doesn't waste resources. But he focuses on us and he's always faithful. The Lord is near and therefore every, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. From the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. And we should practice giving him praise. Come on, thank him for 2017. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Learn to give God praise. Learn to open your eyes and look past the moment of difficulty and see his faithfulness. How many know he's faithful? He's so, so faithful. And we, no matter what happens, we're part of an unshakable kingdom. And how many are thankful that when we get to heaven, there'll be no shaking. It'll be joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. Amen. If you're here, you're like, man, how many times are we going to thank God in five minutes? Not enough. How many would say, not enough? He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Hallelujah. There were so many things, I just want to say this real quickly. There were so many things that God did this year, just in the last two weeks. Last two Sundays, we had 83 people accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. How many would say amen? God has answered so many prayers and done so many amazing things. And listen, just before I walked in here, I saw Brother Jack that I pray for all the time, Jack O'Brien. Jack O'Brien is like a hero in the faith to me. Jack has been battling cancer. We've been praying, 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 praying for Jack. He's had good times. There have been times that, that it's gone into remission and he's been well and then it's come back and he's back in a battle. And I just saw him a few minutes ago. And uh, I wanna, we all need to learn from Jack today. Because I went and I said, Jack, Jack. And I gave him a hug when I got, he turned around. He didn't say Happy New Year. He didn't say, you know what he said to me? He said, God is faithful. How many know God is faithful? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Where are you, Jack? Where are you, brother? Stand up. Stay standing. Stay standing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stretch out your hand right now. Everyone stretch out your hand. In the name of Jesus, God. You are the God whose kingdom is unshakable, oh God. Illness can't shake you, God. Politics can't shake you, God. Cancer cannot shake you. And we pray, shake this cancer off of him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead, oh God, the victory of Calvary over his life. And we pray for victory and healing and freedom in the mighty name of Jesus. But most of all, God, keep his spirit strong, Lord. Keep him seeing you as faithful, faithful, faithful. We thank you. We praise you for his life, oh God. In Jesus' name, help him to press on, oh God, and run the good race, we pray. And we thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many powerful things happen. Supernatural provision, supernatural answers to prayer. I'll just say one more thing and then we'll go to the next point. We were praying. We've been praying for someone for a lot of years at the church. And this year they were on their way to to just doing something like just ruin their lives. And we prayed and the Lord stepped in and got a hold 
of a brother in our church got a hold of his life and he repented. This is for somebody today. He repented. It was one of the most powerful things. I can't tell you the details because I want to honor someone's life. And, and by the way, I say this all the time. The greatest miracles that happen at this church, we don't even tell it. We just give God glory, but we don't even tell it because sometimes it's, you, how many know life can be a little bit messy? And so what we do is we give God glory and we just keep on marching. But this repentance was public, it was powerful, it was so transformational. And I want you to know, if there's someone that you're praying for and their heart is hard, he's faithful. And 2018 is going to be powerful. So we praise him because his name is near. Hallelujah. His name is near. That's the way we look at all of the shakings. Amen. That's the first thing this teaches us. Then secondly, this teaches us that times of shaking are times of demotion and promotion. Oh, snap. You see, there comes a time when the Lord starts to deal with the world and with people. And he brings them up, but he brings them down too. There comes a time, we talked about this last, a couple weeks ago, how salvation came because God stepped into the world. He intervened. And a lot of people, because their eyes are not open, they don't recognize what's happening. There are times that God says, enough is enough. Look, to the arrogant, I say, now this switches into the voice of God. So everyone listen closely. Okay, and by the way, when you get to the end of the year, the end of the year should be mixed. The end of the year should be one part celebration, but also it should be one part sober. Thank you for those amens. <laughs> There's a sobriety that a wise person um, looks back with and, and looks forward with. The fool doesn't think about anything. But the wise person thinks about the goodness of God, but also looks at life with, a, with sober eyes. This is the sober piece of all of this. There comes a, well, and it, this is all throughout history. There comes a point where God starts to step in and he deals with the boastful. Look, it says, to the arrogant, I say, boast no more. To the wicked, don't lift up your horns. Don't lift your horns out against heaven. Don't speak so defiantly. No one from the east or the west or from the desert can exalt themselves. It is God who judges. Let's read this together. He brings one down. He exalts another. That's right. All throughout history you see this happening. Okay. All throughout history. Chrissy was quoting uh, 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 the, the time thousands of years ago. Uh, there was a king, his name was Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat was a godly king, and he was leading the people of Israel and essentially minding his own business. And then another king with a greater army, with greater power, greater t military might, he was taking everyone down, and he started to make threats of Jehoshaphat, and he started to say to Jehoshaphat and... His people saying, your God can't deliver you. Your, can't, your God can't set you free. You better submit to me because I've already destroyed everyone. I'm going to destroy you now. And Jehoshaphat, what he did is he went with the people. They went on a fast and they began to pray. And they say, Lord, they said, Lord, we can't do anything. But look at what he's saying against you. And the Bible records that God stretched out his powerful hand. And not one soldier of the army of Israel swung one sword. Not one soldier. Soldier fired an arrow. God stepped in and dealt with Sennacherib, and his entire army was destroyed by the power of God. He just was destroyed. That's always happened. You know where they found Saddam Hussein, right? They found him in a hole hiding. Because sooner or later, the horns of the wicked are cut down. You see, Hitler was found. Osama bin Laden was found. That's the way it goes. You see, and for us, here's the key. Here's the key to this point. Everyone listen closely. As Christians, it's important that we learn from the proud. You see, you're not going to hear this on NBC. But we need to learn from the proud. We need to have eyes open. You see, 
What these times of shaking and what the Bible is teaching us is number one, it does not ever pay to be a boastful person. It doesn't pay to be a proud and arrogant person. Because when you're proud and arrogant, you're picking a fight with God. You see, it doesn't pay to, to, to go like this and I'm big and bad. You're a fool. The fool says in his heart that there's no God. It doesn't pay to live that way. You're like, Pastor Toledo, that's pretty strong. You have a lot of visitors here. <laughs> that's not politically correct. The truth is always politically correct because the truth will set us free. Listen, young and old, it never pays to be proud. It never pays to look down on people. It never pays to think that you're better than someone else. No one is better than anyone else. Never pays, it never pays, it never pays. Don't boast. All the glory, anything good in my life, any drop of goodness or blessing in my life, it's all because of the goodness and kindness and mercy of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. He's good and faithful. It doesn't, it's not wise to be boastful. And you see, those who boast, they always fall. I was thinking about, about um, not dissing Dennis Rodman, but I remember in his heyday, he wrote that book, Bad As I Want to Be. Got the NBA rings, championships. Then years later, he's on one of these uh, reality shows getting counseling for drug addiction. Because no one is as bad as they want to be. Sooner or later, the proud are brought down. That's what the Bible teaches. So for us... How many know we don't want any of that? We want to live saying, thank you, Jesus. Faithful you are. Glorious you are. Hallelujah to your name. I heard someone the other day saying something negative about someone. I was like, okay. You know, I don't want any part of that. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. If we ever do anything good, it's because of the goodness of God. Here's another thing. Here's, here's another very important thing. Throwing off the truth. Throwing off what's moral and pure and good. It doesn't work. You see? Even Hollywood now is acknowledging that that's not right. It just doesn't work. You can make a lot of money. But throwing off what's right and true. It doesn't work. You can party for a short time, but sooner or later. I mean, not for nothing, but Charlie Rose. I used to watch Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose, Bill or both sides of the aisle. Democrats, Republicans, everybody down. What is that? It's shakings. Saying that you can make a lot of money, you could have a position of power, but you can't live however you want. You can't do whatever you want. You can't mistake, take advantage of people sexually and all of that kind of stuff. And the Bible talks about these things. I, I, I want to encourage you today, okay? It doesn't work. Living in a way that's contrary to the word of God, it doesn't work. Everyone say it doesn't work. That's right. It doesn't work. Remember, this year as 2018 unfolds, Okay, and the devil starts telling you, oh, go ahead and do that. Go with her. Go with him. Do this. Do that. Sneak a little. Steal a little. Just, just let the Holy Spirit shout in your heart and in your ear. It doesn't work. Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, I just want to say this before we move to the close. If you're here today. And you're kind of on the wrong side of the shaking. And you've got problems because you have made some bad decisions, bad choices. Just know what's amazing about the God that we serve. 
He's so awesome. He's so wonderful. All we have to do is turn from those ways and say, God, I want you. And he's rich in mercy. You'll see in a moment. I'm going to close with the verse. He's rich in mercy. If you call upon him in the day of trouble, he will answer. He'll take the hardest heart and he'll, he'll melt it and he'll transform it by his mighty power. All we need to do is look to him. Hallelujah. How many are thankful for the mercy of God in 2017? Blessed be the name of the Lord. So just turn. Just turn because he's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. All we have to do is turn. He's so rich in mercy. He's so kind, so wonderful. Let me just say this. If the singers would come, I'm going to close. One more quick point and then we'll close. So I was just talking uh, to my son. And uh, we had 138 kids go on this retreat. They just got back yesterday. We had 60 leaders. How many praise God for leaders who will give a whole week? And without a lot of details, he was telling me a story about one of the leaders to encourage you. And he was talking about how anointed and how powerfully used one of the leaders were. Like, he just couldn't stop talking about the anointing on one particular person as they led. And it turns out that a year ago, a couple years ago, that person made a couple of missteps, a couple of choices that were not the best. But just to show the kind of God that we serve, he was like, he even quoted, where sin abound, grace does even more abound. If God held our sin against us, who could stand? Who would be in this building? This would be an empty building. But the minute we turn, he's ready to bless. He's ready to anoint. He's ready to use us for his glory. Hallelujah to the God that we serve. Powerful. Powerful. God gets the most glory from, from, you know, we're like, we're diamonds in the rough. And then he polishes us up for his glory. Hallelujah. Which brings me to the last point, And we're going to close. Times of shaking should be met with praise. Times of shaking are for us to learn from the proud. Us to observe what's going on. They're times of demotion. But not just emotion. Times of shaking are also times of promotion, you see. And the way we should look at 2018 is that times of shaking are also times of promise for his people. There's a promise. He said, I will cut off the horns of all the wicked. But here it is. But the horns of the righteous, everyone, will be lifted up. The horns of the righteous will be lifted up. Even while God is shaking things and things are being brought down, God says he is able to lift up the righteous, to bless the righteous, to help the righteous, to deliver the righteous. Open your eyes of faith today and look at 2018 and say the horn of the righteous will be lifted up. You're going to bless me. You're going to help me. You're going to see me through every challenge that I'm facing. Hallelujah. Faithful you are, forever you will be. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. But you don't understand what's going on with the economy. God is more powerful than the economy. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up, the Bible says. You see, he wants us to to, to stand in his unshakable kingdom and say, I know God's going to bless me. I know he's going to help me. That's who he is. He's going to help me. He's going to break this ugly habit. He's going to help my marriage. He's going to reach my child. God is going to help me because he's faithful. Hallelujah. He's faithful. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. You see, we have to listen and learn to the word of God. Listen and learn.
the promise is that the horn of the righteous will be lifted up. Now, here's what's so amazing. Look at what the Bible says here. I love this. I'm going to close with this. This is, this is so beautiful. Micah 6.8. He has shown you, O, o mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. A lot of times when we start the year, and I want to encourage you to do this. But a lot of times when we start the year, we're asking God for clear direction. I want to encourage you to pray for the Lord's will to unfold for your life. Pray for it. And sometimes when you pray for that, details unfold. Sometimes God's, God literally will say, you're going to do this and this and this. But many times God doesn't necessarily unfold those details. When God doesn't unfold those details, here it is. What does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with the Lord your God. So here's, here's what that means. Let's break this down in the next two or three minutes and then we're going we're gonna to seek the Lord. That justly means... To just do what's right by God and by people. Instead of saying, God, I want you to, you know, show me what I'm going to do here, there. I want this, I want that. Here's the way to get the blessing in 2018. Just say, Lord, show me how to do right by you. Give me the grace. Give me the power. You can't do right in your own strength. But you can say, you and I can believe God that this year, by his grace, by the, the power of the Holy Spirit can be provided for us to do right by God and to do right by people. I just want to be a just and honest person. I just want to do right by people. How many know you do right by people, God will do right by you? How many would say amen? Just, just Lord. You know, you're not revealing all of these special details. That's cool. Give me grace to do right. Because I can't really lift myself up, but you can lift me up. And so, if you owe someone money, do right by them and pay them. Less amens with twice the people. <laughs> We're going to have a conversation about that later, okay? So, yeah, just do right. You owe someone money? Go. You, 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 need, you owe someone a phone call? You, you know, you promise to, to work or whatever it is? Do right before God. Do right before people. And say, God, give me the grace for that. Give me the power of the Holy Spirit just for that. That's what you want. That's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to stand still and watch the salvation and the blessing and the victory that comes from the Lord. You see? So just, just act justly, right? Love mercy. Love mercy. The people of God should always, everyone say love mercy. We as the people of God should love mercy. You know why? Because the loving mercy of God is so good to us. Let this be a year when, when people do stuff to us, you know, when they do stuff to us, we just say. I forgive you. It's not that we're not human beings. It's not that it doesn't hurt. It's not that it's not hard. But if your eyes are really open. If your eyes are really open, when you look at someone else, one of the first things that you see is how God looks at you. I'll never forget, as a young pastor in Omaha, there was this, the things were, there was a guy on staff and he was the ex-president of a bank. I, I have permission to tell this story. He was the he was a young guy, rising star in business, was the president of a bank. And uh, <clears throat> he got in trouble. He made some fraudulent loans and all this. And, and it turns out that there were things missing from staff. He, we just took him on staff and he worked cleaning the building. And there were always things missing, keyboards missing, Bibles missing, all kinds of stuff. Where it turns out this guy turned into an absolute kleptomaniac. And uh, 
It was just crazy. And I remember going and plead. I called the judge. I pleaded with him. I stood there. The judge gave him X amount of years. And it was a sad deal. But what was crazy was his wife. Because his wife in the beginning was on fire. All the pain, all the hurt, all the loss, the big house, the, all of the things, the kids. And then all of a sudden God began to change her. She was visiting him. And, and anyway, he got out. He started to serve God. Everything is well to this day, I believe. Praise God. And I remember saying to her, I said, what happened? And she said, you know, I was really angry with my husband one day. I was missing him, kids. Oh, I was so angry. And God, for one moment, he showed me who I am. He didn't, I was focusing on my husband's sin. But what God did is he showed me my sin. And he did like this. He just opened up and closed it. Because if he had kept it open for too long, I couldn't handle it. But he opened it up. He showed me. And he showed me how rich his mercy is. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to hold anything against anyone else for the rest of my life, God. I just thank you. I thank you. And I want to love mercy, oh God. Hallelujah. If you want 2018 to be a launching pad of blessing for your life, I'm telling you, love mercy. Love mercy. Be like God. Be like Jesus. Forgive. Forget. Cancel the debt. Cancel it. Because how many are thankful that's what he does for us. He cancels those debts. His mercies are new every morning just waiting to cancel the debt. How do you look at 2018? You love mercy. You love mercy. God can give us the grace to forgive. The worst thing, he can give you the grace to just forgive. And then we're going to close, obviously, with this. It says, what does he require of us? Act justly. Love mercy. And then look, walk humbly with your God. Walk humbly with your God. That means that we can't get lower in 2018. We just got to get low. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, he will lift you up. This is all over the New Testament. In due time, he will lift you up. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. Get low. Get low. Instead of looking down on people, get even below those people. Walk humbly. Just, just hey, all I know is I need Jesus. And I need him desperately. I want to hold on to Jesus. You know, Donnie, come over here. I want, I want Jesus to lead me. Walk ahead of me. I want to be like this with Jesus in 2018. That's the way I want to be. How many want to be like this with Jesus? You know? You know when, you know when you're leaving, your little kids are like, don't go. It's like, Jesus. Amen. Come on. That's the way we want to be close to him. We want to be close to you, Lord. If your eyes are open, if your eyes are open, last thing I'll say. If your eyes are really open, this we're going to pray, God, first thing we're going to pray, open my eyes. Because if your eyes are open, you, you, you renounce all independence and you embrace him. And you become as dependent as you possibly can. See, the older you get in God, the weaker you become. His power is made perfect in our strength? No. His power is made perfect in our what? In our weakness. And we glory in our weakness because our God is strong. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is faithful. We don't lift ourselves up. He is the one who lifts up the horn of the righteous. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be his name. Lift up your hands to him. Come on, like little children. Little children have no problem lifting up their hands to their parents.
Little children have no problem with reaching out and saying, I need you, God. I will rest in your promises. My confidence is your faithfulness. I will rest in your promises. My confidence is your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Now listen, I want to pray in a very uh, specific way today. And I want to begin by opening up the altar. Because there are people here, it's been a hard year. And maybe there are some people here that looking at 2018 is just not that easy right now. But you want to take a step of faith. You want to ask God, God, open my eyes. There are people here that what we need first and foremost is that the Lord would open our eyes. That he would show us how good he was. Even in the hard times, he was right there every step of the way. And even though we went through hardship and suffering, one day we're going to say like Joseph, the Lord has taken away the sting of my suffering. And what the devil meant for evil, God has turned for good. He had a plan all along. He had an amazing plan for my life. But see, it takes faith. We have to put our faith in him. We have to put our faith in him. And if you're here today and you're like, I want someone to pray with me. I want to, I want to begin this coming year. I want to end the year and I want to begin the year with God opening my eyes. And instead of working in my own strength, there's some people here that instead of working in your own strength in 2018, I want to declare to you, no one can lift up their own horn or own life, but the horn of the righteous will be lifted up. He promises to lift up the horn of the righteous. So if you want God to lift you up, some of us need to come down and get low before him and say, Lord, I don't want to be in charge anymore. I just want to walk close to you in 2018. You want to pray a beautiful prayer for 2018? Say, God, I just want to walk. I want to grab a hold of you like a little baby and I won't let go. 365, God, help me 24-7. I don't want to let you go. I just want to walk closely. We're going to begin to sing that again. And as we begin to sing, I want you to slip out of your seat. Whoever feels the tug of the Spirit of God, hallelujah, just slip out of your seat. We're both praying for one another. Get nice and close. 
get nice and close to the altar. Today is not a day to be proud. Today is a day to respond to the Spirit. Flip out of your seat and come. You are. Hallelujah. All your promises are yes and amen. All your promises are yes Everyone, everyone, lift your voice, lift your hands. Hallelujah. So we're going to walk right through this. Everyone take someone's hand. Hallelujah. All over the building. All over the building. This is for all of us. All of us. We're going to pray, first of all, before we ask for God to lift up the horn of righteousness, that he would exalt us. Here's what we're going to pray. We're going to pray, God, open my eyes for 2018. Open my eyes. Everyone pray to the left. Open our eyes, oh God. Open our eyes. We want to see, oh God, what you want us to see. Open every eye, oh God, in this building, oh God. Open our eyes by your mighty power. Open our eyes, open our eyes by your mighty power, oh God. Hallelujah. Help us to see your faithfulness. Help us to see your nearness. Open, oh God, open our eyes, open our eyes in the name of Jesus. want to see what you want us to see, not what the world wants us to see, not what the devil wants us to see. The devil wants to see the, the negative, oh God, the dark. We want to see your hand. We want to see your light. We want to see your love, oh God. We want to see the face of our Savior. Hallelujah. Open our eyes. Open our eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. You were there every step of the way, oh God. And you're going to be with us every step of the way of 2018. And now here's what we're going to pray. To the left and to the right, this is biblical. This is not name it and claim it. This is what the Bible says. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. And I want you to pray, lift up their horns. Bring blessing, oh God. All over the building. Come on, let's close the year. Bless us. Bless us. Bless your people, oh God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up. We believe it, O oh God. The horn of the righteous will be lifted up, O oh God. We receive it in the name of Jesus. You're going to do it, God. You're going to do it because you're faithful, O oh God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, let's give him a shout of praise. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Come on, shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Thank you. Our kingdom is an unshakable kingdom. God, as we go from this place, help us to walk with unshakable faith. Help us to walk with the dependence that makes us an unshakable people. Because your kingdom is unshakable. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for all of our brothers and sisters. We've walked together for this past year, and I thank you. We thank you for one another, and we thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus, who's been our friend through and through every step of the way. Let us go rejoicing from this place. Let us launch this year with expectation. Hallelujah. Listen, look at me for a second, everyone. I forgot to say this, but I want to say this to you. Everyone here, we, we have a different, we come from different cultures. Everybody here, we, different cultures, you know, all over the, we've, we've got the United Nations right here in this room which is beautiful because that's what heaven is going to look like. Amen. And every culture has a, has a different way that they celebrate the new year. I understand that. But I remember, I remember the day when I recognized that I was part of a different culture now. Yeah, you know, I'm part of the, the Cuban culture, but I became part of a different culture. The Bible says we're in this world but we're not of this world any longer. How many know we're part of something higher, something greater? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So listen. Listen. Be mindful. Be mindful when the clock strikes 12 that though people are going crazy for all kinds of reasons, we're going crazy for one reason. Our God is faithful. Our God is faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the clock strikes 12, we need to lift our hands and we need to give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God in the highest. Blessed be the name of the Lord, oh God. Father, we want to enter in the new year without regret. We want to enter in the new year with joy unspeakable and full of glory. And I pray for that joy over every household, oh God. Lord, wherever someone here, you said wherever we put our feet, oh God, you would bless us. And God, in a sense, let that be the case today, God. Wherever we walk, let the presence of God be there. Let the glory of God be there. Let the love and joy and peace of God be there. You said that when you walk into a house to speak peace to it. God, I pray that you would use us to speak peace to every house tonight. So, Father, release your people. 
as ambassadors of your kingdom, as agents of your love and power. Wherever they go, let the light of Christ be seen. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Come on, let's praise him one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Come on, turn with someone a happy new year. God bless you. We hope to see you Tuesday and then next Sunday. God bless you.